welcome, welcome back to a new episode of Bitch Breathe. I am your host, Ricardia. So I hope you're all enjoying the pre-holiday season. I hope that things are going well for you, not too crazed, and that you are healthy. There's so much going on right now. It's hard to focus on anything, I feel like. And today I'm focusing on something that actually isn't so pleasant when we're going through it, but it's something that came up a lot lately for some reason in different contexts so that I thought maybe not all has been said about this topic. And the topic I speak of is the green monster of jealousy. More specifically, how we can make sure that we don't suffer from it or at least not suffer from it unnecessarily much. <laughs> if you're one of those people, some friends I have or an ex-boyfriend of mine who's just never jealous, then all I want to do is invite you to my next episode because then we're going to do a follow-up about how the hell you were able to do that. If you are not one of those people, if you do have issues with jealousy, then maybe stay tuned for a moment. So anyone who's ever experienced jealousy knows when it's announcing itself. It becomes a really big force in our system. It feels like this unstoppable energy, very much spinning out of control. And it can quite frequently hit us in a very unexpected way. For example, I always considered myself a very non-jealous kind of girl. And then I went through a relationship where there had been some betrayal. And afterwards, for a long time there, I had suddenly developed this jealousy thing where I was very suspicious of what my then following partner was doing. And it took me a moment to get out of there. And so here I have collected some of the things that I did and that I recommend to people that I speak to in a work context about these things, about breakups, that I think might be helpful. Some of you who have been listening longer know that I have started to work in the breakup field to speak to people about it, to help them maybe find a new perspective. So this seemed like a good topic for part of that journey. The thing with jealousy is, and I'd love to hear from you on this one, but I always feel like it really starts, like most things, I suppose, with a thought in our head. And then it quickly moves through the system, wreaking havoc everywhere. Now, there are many reasons why jealousy can come up, and some of them aren't even that bad, because maybe you're sensing that something is actually up. Maybe you are being betrayed in some way or you have a feeling that you're dealing with someone who is about to commit such a, I was going to say treason, see? <laughs> That's how big it is. No, but is going to commit that kind of betrayal. So whatever it is that, and why it's coming up, it could be because you're after a breakup and you're seeing there's a new partner on the on the scene with your old partner, maybe you and your partner are getting over an affair and suddenly you are feeling jealous of this other man or woman who came into the picture not too long ago. It could also be that you're just simply a little insecure in your relationships that could come from childhood trauma, from past relationships, from things that you've witnessed with other people. In the end, it doesn't matter. In the end, if jealousy is the result of whatever it is that came before the feeling, then it's so unpleasant that we want to find ways to deal with it. 
One of the first things, which is probably why it's also one of the most obvious, that I realize I am going to have to do this if I don't want to drive myself crazy. And that was to not check the social media of the person with whom I'm experiencing the jealousy. So let's say I am in a relationship where we're getting over an affair. One of us, well, probably the other partner if I'm jealous, but maybe also I cheated and now I've become extra jealous about maybe now my partner's going to do it. But after that kind of situation, don't check their social media. If you've decided to stay in this relationship and give it another shot despite the betrayal, then with that decision has to come the idea that you're going to have to control some of the things that you're going to want to do out of this jealous energy. And checking social media as a favorite. We all know it. Seeing the ex just on anyone's arm after a betrayal or after a breakup just really, really does our heads in. So stay away from social media. Erase the apps from your phone if you need to. Make people around you not tell you what they saw on social media. Now, obviously, there are situations where this could be... <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not that funny, and it especially wasn't at the time. But there are situations where it's actually good that somebody's telling us, you know, there's something going on there. But I'm, of course, talking of situations where there isn't any factual base that you are being betrayed, or maybe the relationship is over and this is no longer your business. But whatever it is, leave the social media out, because if you're still with them, it's not going to help you heal. And if you're not, it will poison the past that you had with this person in case you've broken up or in case there was some story there. And it will also heavily contaminate your present and maybe even your future. Here's something that pertains to the situation when the jealousy, that jealous thought has already hit. So as soon as it strikes, remember, and here's the yoga teacher talking, the breath comes first. Say that again after me. The breath comes first. Hold it right there. Don't let the thoughts spin out of control. And I don't know what it is about jealousy, but my fast thoughts back in the time turned from country road to German autobahn, like just at such a speed and avalanching throughout my entire system that it was very hard for me to control it. But when I decided that the breath comes first, I was able to. So take in a few breaths. If you, like I used to be, actually still am in some ways, a very anxious person, you're going to want to go through quite a few breath cycles until your system realizes you are not in any physical danger. That will take a moment. Give it that time because you are going to need this time window. And I'll get to it in a minute why. If you do deal with anxiety around this topic or others, also maybe refer back to my very first episode, which is about anxiety, or episode, I looked it up, number 49, where we also deal with fear and anxiety. So just to get some helpful hints on how to deal when the beast has already hit. Now the thing about jealousy, as is the case with most unpleasant feelings, all unpleasant feelings, is you're going to want to get rid of it right away. You want to be really, really fast because it's so awful, the symptoms in the body, the way your tail spin out of control, that you are going to possibly make some very rash decisions whose consequences might not necessarily be easily repaired. So I know from myself that when I was jealous in the past, I said some things and I more importantly 
did some things, sent some text messages that were very hard and or impossible to come back from because I was raging. I had ancient memories and dynamics working here against me. And it was very difficult to then go back and do all the damage control that needed to happen for this other person to feel safe around me. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't get physical. And again, I'm laughing because there's a lot of time between those experiences there and today. And that's the only reason why it feels funny to me now. It certainly wasn't at that time. So really stop yourself. Take those breaths we mentioned. Create that time and space between that thought that is threatening to make you totally out of control and the action that would normally follow that you want to do. You know, you, you're, you're raging. You're like your own little Medusa. Tame her just for now until you have some calm in your system. Once you've done that, if it doesn't work out, maybe before, you have several options, right? If you're still with this partner and you're in a relationship, you generally deal with jealousy a lot. Speak to your partner. Let them know, dude, I'm feeling, oh girl, I'm feeling a little insecure about something here. Maybe you can help me out. Maybe you can explain this situation. If you looked on the social media, ask them about the picture you saw. Is there something to worry about here? Is this something going on? Or am I just being a little paranoid due to X, Y, and Z experience I've had in the past? If this isn't something you can address your partner or ex-partner with, speak to a friend. Really get on the phone. And you've heard me say this if you've been listening for longer on the phone, uh, on the podcast a lot. Nothing beats speaking to a friend whom you fully trust, who knows you well, and who always picks up the phone when they see your name on their display. Speak to that friend. For me, for example, one of my best friends, it's Lucky. She's also a psychologist. So if I need a rational opinion, someone who's going to weigh all the information that I try to deliver as fairly as I can, then she's my girl. That's who I go to. And hopefully you have someone like that as well who can really look at the situation from an objective point of view. You know who else you can speak to? Yourself. And no, I haven't gone crazy yet. <laughs> Although there might be some people around me who would contest that notion. No, but seriously, what I mean by speaking to yourself is write. For me, I'm a writer. I love to write things down, but I'm also a podcaster, obviously. So I do voice memos. I do a lot of voice journaling because sometimes the thoughts, especially when they're worrisome thoughts, angry thoughts, jealous thoughts, they come out so fast that writing won't do it. I'm afraid I'm going to forget half of it or I won't get it out on time or whatever it is. So voice memos are a really excellent way to do that. And if you want to learn more about those kinds of tools, absolutely write me an email. I'll pop it in the show notes and let's talk about some more options for you. But writing, voicing, verbalizing, evacuating the thoughts is what's going to get you through the next couple of minutes or hours, however long you're spending with this horrible feeling. And for some of us, maybe that's years, who knows? Once you've calmed down a little bit, travel back. What was the thought that triggered the feeling? Is there any base to it? Like a gut feeling that something is wrong? Or have you always maybe been a little insecure about your partner's, previous partner's faithfulness? 
And just make a quick mental note about that. You don't have to fix yourself. You don't have to repair what is perceived as broken. But just notice, does it feel like there's a base to this? Or is this an ongoing theme for you? And if this is an ongoing theme, let's say, can you find someone to help you figure this out? Could be a therapist, a family member, some mentor of sorts. But whoever it is, make a plan. All of this doesn't have to happen right away, right? These are just also, these are some long-term plans and some short-term tools. And this one is one that is a little bit more on the long-term. To make a plan, to find a person, if you didn't already think of someone just now. Who could it be? Whom could you speak to? Because you know this is becoming a bit of a theme in the overall musical of your life, if you will. One thing that I think is so interesting, and I really thought about this a lot around jealousy, is the feeling of shame. And I had already had sort of a pre-verbal sense that it wasn't something you necessarily enjoyed talking about, especially not to your partner, let's say, if you were able to open up about feeling jealous. And then I read Esther Perel's book, I think it was Mating in Captivity, where she mentions that the one feeling partners who have actually been cheated on in this case, rarely admitted to, was jealousy of that other man, that other woman that had shown up in their partner's lives and had played that third well, fifth wheel on the wagon, if you will. And I really want to encourage you, us, all of us, to keep the shame out. I fortunately, I had a boyfriend for a couple of years there, and I had remembered after my previous relationships, I had developed a thing around jealousy, and it took me forever. But at some point, I said to him, dude, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm having extremely bad, jealous thoughts you had said this thing or you had told this story, this woman's name showed up, maybe it showed up twice, and suddenly I got this really horrible green, in this case, rage and sadness. So sad because already I was in this scenario where, oh, okay, clearly he's cheating and this other woman plays a much more important role in his life and I'm not really that important, clearly, because why is he mentioned? And it was all this complete nonsense that was happening in my head. It was I was like, oh my God, somebody take a fucking hammer and smash this carousel in my head. <laughs> and so the person whom I chose to take that hammer was my partner in that case. And he just said, why did you wait so long? I could have done away with this fantasy you're having there right away. Just ask me. Just tell me. That, of course, is the perfect response, right? That if you are with this partner, with the ex, of course, please don't call the ex and tell them you're jealous. Just do not, do not, for the love of God, call your ex. But if you're with them and this is a theme or a situation that comes up, see what their reaction is because that reaction really showed me this was a good partner. I can work with this person on my issues, right? So know that there's a lot of shame around jealousy, but how do we get rid of shame? By calling it out. It's the only way that shame cannot survive is in the bright light of truth, speaking about it, bringing it out into the open. Not too long ago, I did a double episode on polyamorous relationships, and I had a guest with me. Hey, Cleo, shout out to my wonderful guest, Cleo, who lives in polyamorous relationships. And one of my first questions that I asked Cleo was, girl, how do you deal with jealousy should it come up? 
how do you make that work? I was very fascinated by how she was making the whole thing work, but I was especially wondering how she managed feelings of jealousy. And she said, you know, I distinguish between two somewhat related sentiments. And one is the jealousy, which she said, I have decided to go with this relationship model. So I have taught myself to pull back, go inside a little bit and understand my jealousy. And she had different ways of dealing with it and to move forward. Of course, polyamorous is a different animal, but I thought it interesting that she took the responsibility for the feeling and decided this is something I want to deal with by myself. If, however, there was an escalated version of the jealousy or cause, if you will, which for her was feelings of abandonment, she didn't think that that was part and parcel to that deal, that polyamorous relationship model that she's living. And so when she felt this strong feeling of abandonment, she approached her committed partner and talked about it. And I thought that was so smart to know that one could be inherent childhood memories, some ongoing theme, or your relationship model of polyamory, whatever it is, trauma. And the other is feelings of abandonment and bigger themes and to know, okay, this I'm going to actually need support with. This I need to address my partner with, a therapist, whatever. And so to understand when am I creating something that isn't technically here or necessary And in that case, to be able to know, oh, you know what, I can handle this because it's of this nature versus I'm fucking freaking out, somebody help me, right? And this one is especially important to me. Just to normalize jealousy, maybe not in all of its forms. A lot of crimes are committed in jealousy. I can't normalize crime, obviously. But to understand that jealousy is part of the journey, If we're in a relationship, if we just broke up, especially if we're trying to get over an affair or if we just have something going on from many years ago, it's normal. It's just normal, just like shame, just like anger, just like all those topics that we feel so terribly uncomfortable to talk about sometimes. They're normal. You know what's not normal? People not talking about it. That's what's not normal, right? But having them, experiencing them is a very normal part of the human emotional range. So that was my spiel, if you will, on jealousy. If you do happen to go through a breakup, by the way, or you're dealing with this kind of jealousy that comes up after your breakup, which I've known very well, and I've spoken to so many people about it, and their feelings of, of what went through them when their exes suddenly posted new pictures of, of a new partner or whatever it was, If you want to talk about it, maybe there's a way we can help you and, and get through it together. Just drop me a line. The email is ricardia at thebreakupcall.com. You can also join my Facebook page or group rather, which is called Bitch Breathe, just like the pod. And let's see if maybe we can do something about this. Until next time, sending love. <laughs>